what does Brian David Mitchell and Chad Daybell have in common? Well, one of these guys thinks he's a prophet, and so does the other one. Brian David Mitchell and his wife, Wanda Barzee, kidnapped Elizabeth Smart. Chad Daybell allegedly murdered his wife, Tammy, and his new wife's kids, JJ and Tyler. So their crimes aren't all that similar, but their beliefs are both men were devout Mormons. They were both prolific writers and they both have had or will be serving time for the crimes that they have committed. everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my co-host, sister and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. How's it going? It is going good. It is going really well. Good. It is yeah. our first case of the week. Monday, Monday. Yes, it is. It's already time for our Monday case. Yeah. Time is just flying, man. Really, for sure. And doesn't it seem like this last couple of weeks, there have been so many cases laid bare? Like so much truth is like exposed right now. It's just yes. crazy. It is. That is so true. And in some cases, painful and just weird. Yeah. The world of true crime is really buzzing. I can't even keep up with everything coming across my desk. Right. I know. There's so much. Mm -hmm. and you know we want to do things justice and I think that's hard yeah when there's so much going on we kind of have to pick and choose and go well this you know is is our priority over you know whatever else there's there's just always something always yeah yeah well it, we're definitely just swimming <laughs> so, yeah. but it's good it's, it's very good well want to wish you guys happy first of the week or whenever you're listening to this obviously yes. it could be at any old time so hope that uh, you're all doing well we have a really interesting show today this we is do. a comparison show between two criminals we are comparing chad daybell with kidnapper elizabeth elizabeth smart's kidnapper you guys may be familiar with him his name is brian david mitchell so uh, first, we're going to lay out their crimes a little bit, because uh, hopefully you already know both of these criminals. You probably do. And we won't spend a lot of time on this, but we want to just lay out the bones of their crimes so yeah. that you guys understand a little bit uh, more about them. And then we'll start talking about all of their similarities. Now, bear in mind, they definitely have differences. They're not cookie cutters of each other, but wow. So No, they're not, but boy, they have a lot of there are so many similarities. It's frightening. It is frightening. Uh, yeah. So, Christy, uh, just very briefly lay out Chad Daybell's crime. You bet. So, Chad Daybell is currently sitting in the Fremont County Jail in St. Anthony, Idaho. He is charged with the first-degree murder of his wife, Tammy Daybell. And she died in October of 2019. Her death was originally ruled on a natural death, and she was uh, buried. 
there came, became some questions about her death uh, after some things that went on with Chad. And so she was exhumed. And there's been a an autopsy that has been held back at this point, obviously part of the uh, evidence against him. Around the time that his, well, slightly before the time that his <clears throat> wife died, his mistress's children disappeared. He married that mistress, Lori Vallow Daybell, uh, in about three weeks after his wife Tammy died in, in uh, Hawaii. All the while, uh, Lori's children were missing. In uh, not long, just a few weeks after they got married, is when the police in Rexburg, Idaho, start got a phone call um, that started them being concerned about Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow, uh, Lori's children. And Lori could not produce them. Lori and Chad went on the run. They ended up in Hawaii. Uh, Lori was arrested in Hawaii because she would not reveal the location of her two children. She was extradited back to Idaho. And it's a very long and complicated thing, but what happened is in June of 2020, the bodies of her children were found buried on Ch Chad Daybell's property. So now they are both in jail. Um, although Lori is actually in a, in a psychiatric hospital right now because she's been found incompetent. But Chad is about to face first-degree murder charges for his wife, Tammy, for Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow. He's also facing conspiracy to commit murder charges because he conspired with his wife, Lori, on all three of those counts and two counts of insurance fraud that he committed when he... Um, accepted the life insurance after he killed his wife. So those are his crimes so far that that we know of, I will say, because somebody that can do the kinds of things that he's done, I really question if these were the first things he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. So, yes. and most of you already know Chad, Chad's story, but if you don't, that's it in a nutshell. Well, let's talk about Brian Mitchell. So Brian Mitchell and his wife kidnapped Elizabeth Smart in Utah. This happened in Salt Lake City on June 5th, 2002. He kidnapped her from her bedroom by at knife point, along with his wife, Wanda Barzi. And they held her mostly in a camp uh, in the woods. They, they were transient and traveled around. But uh, <clears throat> they held her for nine months before she was finally rescued. Uh, he sexually assaulted Elizabeth every single day that he had her in captivity. And his crimes were based largely on his uh, religious beliefs that he had uh, developed for himself over time. Now he is, he has been convicted and is serving a life sentence in prison in Utah. Wanda served about seven years and is now uh, free on pro parole and living in Utah near a school, mm -hmm. frighteningly. 
but uh, Mitchell is in prison forever. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. Because that life sentence, doesn't it carry, is it 20 or 25 years? And then he can be potentially paroled. I think that's possible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what, those are the bones of their cases. That's the, that is the tiniest of Cliff's notes. And you For might sure. be familiar with Elizabeth's case. There are some really good books out there. There's a great documentary on Lifetime. Check those out if you want more information. But that case isn't actually what we're doing today. So we're just giving you the very basics. But we are talking about the similarities between the two. Yeah. So we'll start with the most basic. They were both born and raised in the Mormon church. Yep. In Utah. In Utah. Yes. In fact, Chad was born in Provo. Brian Mitchell was born in Salt Lake. So just a stone throw away. Yeah. It's like Salt Lake to Provo is basically just one giant city that yeah. are, you know, little like subdivisions, but it's basically the whole, the same city. Yeah. And uh, he is, they're about 15 years apart. Chad is about 15 years younger than Brian. Yeah. But that's, that's the bones of their upbringing. So they were both raised in the Mormon church. Uh, they were both raised by families that were and still active. Uh, they were both raised in families with multiple siblings and were expected to toe the religious line. Yep. Now, they both became scriptural scholars. Now, Chad pretty much always told that line. He served the mission. He was always the, kind of the quintessential good little Mormon boy. Yes. Uh, Brian was not. He had been in and out of juvie. He had an addiction problem. He'd moved around quite a bit. He wasn't that guy until he decided to get clean and move back to Utah in his early 20s. So mm -hmm. there's a difference between them there. But they both became scriptural scholars that could, uh, you know, probably put most other uh, Mormons to shame in what they knew about right. the Bible and the Book of Mormon. Yeah. They both claimed to have visions from God. That is uh, in the LDS church. That's known as receiving personal revelation. Yes. And they both talked to other people a lot about their personal revelation and both started uh, at some point using personal revelation to be the way they got what they wanted. Yep. Very so much sharing. So. Yeah. Sharing with other people. Well, God told me that, that I'm I should supposed be doing to do this or that you're supposed to do this. Yes. There's an ongoing uh, joke at uh, Brigham Young University and Brigham Young University, Idaho, that uh, the uh, the best way for a return missionary to find a wife is to tell them that God said so. Yeah. That's the literal truth. There are people who do just bury that, and there are people who then marry that guy. Also fall for that. Yeah. 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 They both were really charismatic. They had no problem talking to other people about their beliefs. Uh, they were generally liked. People in their churches liked them, uh, valued what they had to say, you know, listened to them. Uh, this was before Brian David Mitchell, before he committed his crime, uh, had really kind of fallen clear off the wagon. Chad was on his way, 
Mm -hmm. But they both were, you know, very prolific in what they believed in and talked to people a lot about it. Uh, Brian David Mitchell actually worked at the Salt Lake Temple. Oh, really? <clears throat> mm -hmm. I did not know that. So in the temple, there is a part of the temple ceremony where now they show a film, but they used to have live actors that would act out roles of uh, different biblical characters like Adam and Eve and Satan. And Brian David Mitchell played the role of Satan for quite a while. And he told one of his friends that he was told that he was the best Satan they'd ever had but it was almost too realistic. And could he please tone it down a little bit? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. If that isn't foretelling, right? I don't know what is. Like, come on. Right. How many people later on were like, I knew it. I knew yeah. it all along. Yeah. Right. I bet many. Right. How creepy and weird is that? That is so creepy and weird. Oh yeah. my goodness. So Chad Daybell was spreading his good word through speaking at all kinds of different uh, events, preparing a people events and things like that. Yeah. Uh, they both had some prepper ideas. Mm -hmm. Chad was trying to create space for tent cities. Yes. For the time when after uh, the second coming of Christ that he and Lori believed that people would be separated into tent cities based on their uh, level of obedience to the church or to, to God. Uh, Brian David Mitchell built a covered wagon and lived in it in someone's backyard for a time. Mm -hmm. But they both had ideas about returning to uh, the land of sorts. Mm -hmm. They both were writers. Boy, weren't they. Now, Chad Daybell <laughs> wrote a whole bunch of books, and you can still find them on Amazon. Go read the reviews and the, uh, you know, the descriptions of the books. Don't buy them. Uh, don't, don't support his uh, legal, his legal defense fund. Yeah. <laughs> like, go look at them and wonder what the hell. Yeah. Uh, now, lots of apocalyptic, end of the mm -hmm. world kinds of stuff. Yeah. Now, Brian Mitchell wrote one tome that he just kept adding to. Yeah. Uh, this was called The Book of Emmanuel or The Beady. And he continued to add to it whenever he received personal revelation. Right. Because uh, he called himself Emmanuel. Yes. At one point in his life, he stopped being referred to or allowing people to refer to him as Brian and demanded that he be called Emmanuel. Yes. Yep. Now, Chad towards the end there about the time that he killed Tammy started making, telling people that he was the new Mormon prophet, the new LDS prophet. Don't listen to the prophet. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm the new prophet. I'm the new actual leader of the church. Yeah. Well, guess what? So did Brian David Mitchell. He believed that after Ezra Taft Benson, who was a president of the Mormon church uh, that died the one that we knew most as kids. Yeah. Uh, he believed that when he died, that Brian was the new prophet. And he did uh, actively uh, panhandling in Salt Lake City, telling people that he was the true prophet of the church. Yikes. Very interesting. That is <sighs> such a huge um, sacrilege. Oh, my. The, the biggest sacrilege, really. Right? Yeah. 
you know, because in Mormonism, the prophet speaks directly to God. And so whatever the prophet says goes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, interestingly, the prophet is always an old white guy. Yeah. And these guys are also older white guys. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, yep. there's a real thread running through here of superiority mm-hmm. that they were raised with. That oh, yeah. Very much a part of being raised in the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. For, for, men. for men yeah white men for white men yes absolutely yep uh both men performed sealings of themselves to various women yeah now this is interesting and try and track me a little here if you are not lds you will need a little extra info here right but uh a sealing is a ordinance that's performed in the temple in mormon temples to seal husbands and wives and their children to each other for time and all eternity. Right. That's the belief. And that's done by someone who has uh, the authority to do so, uh, according to the church, in temple ceremonies. Right. Well, we know that Chad and Lori had been attempting attending the temple together in Arizona while Lori was still married to her fourth husband, Charles, and yeah. while Chad was still married to his wife, Tammy, yeah, and he and Lori were attending the temple together. And at some point, according to Melanie Gibb, their friend, Chad had sealed himself to Lori or Lori to him, I should say, yeah. had sealed Lori to him. Now, uh, there is another player in the Chad and Lori uh, fiasco why can't I think of her name? The TikToker. Oh, um, I don't know. I can't think of her name either. Wow. Okay. Well, someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she must not be that important to the case. But there is, there are other women that say that Chad had also sealed himself, himself to them. Yeah. And and this is a huge no-no. Like huge, huge oh, yeah. no-no. First yeah. of all, um, Mormons no longer play. Well, the. The mainstream Mormon church no longer practices polygamy. Mm-mm. And so it's totally against the rules to seal a woman to you when you're married to somebody else. Yeah. At least in life. Yeah. Um, also, just uh, you can see where they're going way off the rails in their own beliefs to think that that would be okay. Yeah. I mean, this is getting pretty extreme. Like, you're no longer following the rules of your religion at all. No. And, and we should be. Okay you know, make sure that we say that. We're not saying that either of these two were actually following the tenets of the Mormon church. They weren't. weren't. They'd gone way off of that by the time they have, you know, committed their crimes and been caught. Yeah. They were way, way, way off the rails. So don't come at us that, you know, we're not here to bash the church. We're just telling you what. It's just, it's the basis. It's their foundation. Yeah. And then they spun off into insanity. Yes. Both of them. Yeah. Now, the very day that Brian kidnapped Elizabeth Smart, in a tent, he sealed her to him and raped her. Yeah. Now, why did he do that? Because he believed, this is what uh, he believed. He told his wife, Wanda, that he had a revelation from God that plural marriage would be restored and that he, as Emmanuel, 
would take seven new brides between the ages of 10 and 14. Oh, my God. And Elizabeth was to be the first of the child brides, but there were supposed to be six more. Wow. Yeah. That's horrific. Yes. Okay. They both had some kind of new agey type beliefs uh, around healing work and around health. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of those, but they did. Well, I mean, Mormon men are given the priesthood, which is the right to perform laying on of hands healing. Right. Um, Obviously, lots of people can do that, and it doesn't require the priesthood, nor does it require being a man. Right. In more in the Mormon religion, that's that's what's believed. So they they were brought up with that belief, which probably is part of what spun them out into other areas. Yeah. Yeah. They both believed that they were gods that would uh, eventually have their own planets. Yes. And that their wives would ascend to be goddesses with them. And that does come directly from a Mormon belief. Mm-hmm. We were taught that too. Mm-hmm. That if we reached the highest level of attainment after death, the celestial kingdom, yeah, that we would have our own planet. Well, we wouldn't because we're women, but we right. would be sealed to men who did. Right. Yes. Pretty tough for me considering I'm married to a woman. Right. That that's a real problem. Yeah, we're not getting a planet. That's yeah. I've I've accepted that now. Uh, both have been excommunicated from the LDS Church to the best of our knowledge. Now we know that uh, David Mitchell was or Brian Mitchell was excommunicated within just a few days of his excommunication. He kidnapped Elizabeth Smart. Now there's no official word on Chad Daybell being excommunicated. However, the the scuttlebutt from people that we know that are in the know say that he was excommunicated about the same time that he married Lori. Yeah, right after his his wife died, mm-hmm. he killed her. Um, because he because of the things he was saying, he was yes. in leadership in his ward, which is just his community church, at the time that he was telling people that he was actually the Mormon prophet, and that is right there enough to make you an apostate, and they will take you out for that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That that's the that's real bad news. Yeah, definitely against the rules. Yes. Now, Chad believed, along with Lori, that they were ushering in the second coming of Christ, that they were gathering the 144,000, that they were to be big players in the the second coming of Christ or the return of Christ. Right. Mitchell believed that he would defeat the Antichrist. Kind of like to see these two in a cage match, to be honest. Right. Uh, <laughs> so he believed, and he'd written this in his book, that uh, he would be stoned to death by a mob, lie dead in the streets for three days, and then rise up and kill the Antichrist. Oh boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both men believed that they were above rules of man, above sure. uh, basic morality, and that their crimes were inspired by God. Yeah. And they were just following directions, following, you know, that's exactly Chad, you know, was teaching. Well, he says yeah. that um, <clears throat> he believed that 
uh, Tammy had to die so that he could marry Lori mm -hmm. because she was, you know, the one that was going to help him fulfill his mission mm -hmm. and that Lori's children had become zombies. Yes. So they had been overtaken by dark spirits and the only way to save them was to kill them. Yes. Yeah. Not to mention Lori's brother and her fourth husband and maybe her third husband. <laughs> Mm -hmm. also you know that had become those dark entities apparently anybody that got in their way yeah now mitchell wrote in his book that the holy spirit convinced elizabeth to open her bedroom window for him in june of 2002 oh, and compelled God. her family to turn off the security system he wrote in his book, Elizabeth did rise from her bed and did come forth upon hearing the Lord's command, for she knew in her heart that to disobey would cause the loss of great and eternal blessings for herself and her family. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. So that right that... there is the biggest, scariest problem with both of these people. Yes. And Lori and Wanda as well. But that uh, mm -hmm. the, the rules of society, the rules of uh, you know, basic morality didn't apply to them anymore mm -hmm. because they were gods who had the right to do whatever they wanted right. to further their cause. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. A little bit less uh, important, but still interesting. Chad married Lori three weeks after his wife died. Brian married Wanda on the very same day that his divorce from his second wife, Debbie, was final. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's more, but those are the big similarities that we picked out between these two men. Now, they yeah. do have some marked differences as well. They do. Chad wasn't living on the streets panhandling. Chad didn't grow out a beard and walk around wearing a long white robe trying to be as jesus-like as possible though right. you know we don't know what was coming for chad i uh, right things were stopped yeah sort of at the beginning of his transformation yeah brian was not a murderer that we know and but he was a sex offender chad is a murderer uh but is not a sex offender that we know of so i right. wouldn't put anything past chad at this point so we don't I'm not going to say he wasn't for certain, but he's not charged with anything along those lines. Right. They both have that extreme ego though, yes. that tells them that they have the right to control other people, particularly mm -hmm. women. Yeah. Yeah. And they sort of acted out in different ways, but I think that the sentiment behind it is very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, both men spend their days behind bars reading the scriptures. Right. Uh, anyone who has observed Chad currently incarcerated in the Fremont County Jail will tell you that he spends all day every day reading the Bible in the Book of Mormon and writing. Guess who else is doing the very same thing in prison? Yeah. Can you imagine they're what both they're writing? Still dangerous. Yeah, they they are. are both still dangerous because of whatever it is that they are writing. And whoever might be interested in reading it. Yeah. Most definitely. They are both certainly people that need to be locked up forever. Without a doubt. 
and Chad is facing, you know, the death penalty times mm -hmm. times six. three. Yeah, well, six really because he's got the conspiracy charges too. Right. Well, that's true. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they only consider it three because it was three crimes. But yeah. Um, but yeah. They are very scary people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but what one of the things that scares me is that Wanda is out. Yeah. She got out in 2018. She served a pretty short sentence. Mm -hmm. But she I did. feel like I feel like Wanda on her own is probably not dangerous because she fell under the spell of Brian Mitchell. Yeah. And unless she falls under the spell of another dangerous man, because mm -hmm. she seems to seek that out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there you have it. And you might comb through these two cases and find even more that we missed. I think it's very possible, but uh, very interesting, I think, to compare both of these men and yeah. the crimes that they've committed and the supposed reasoning behind it. Now, one could argue that, uh, that at the root of both of them, of their crimes was really just sex, you know, for sure. When you break it down that far, it really, that is what's at the root of this. Yeah. Chad wanted Lori. Mm -hmm. Brian apparently wanted children. Yeah. Young girls brothers. between the age of 10 and 14. Yeah. 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 Horrifying. Yeah. Absolutely. But there you have it. Well, this is our first case of the week. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new case. We'll be back Wednesday with a new case. We'll be back Wednesday night for our live stream case updates and Thursday night for the Psychic Hours. So we still have so much more to come. Yeah. Please like, subscribe, and share if you uh, resonate with the work we're doing over here. And as always, thank you so much, you guys. You have been listening to another installment of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you.